to Perfectly Normal, a podcast that brings you love, courage, and connection. And I'm your host, Michelle. I'm a life coach, artist, author, and pharmacist. I'm the founder of Elevate Life Coaching. It's a seminar and coaching company. Let's jump right into the show. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming in and joining me on this episode. So I hope you guys are having a great start of the year because this is actually, uh, if you're looking on the calendar correctly, this is actually our second week of January. So we already went through a whole entire week of January. How did it go for you? <laughs> for me, it was quite busy. Um, I have visitor, I have, you know, family member coming from living and staying with us for the holidays. And finally, they're gone. And I'm not saying anything about the family. I'm just saying that, you know, when people come over to your house, it's one of those things that, you know, initially it was great, very, very exciting and welcoming. And then after a while, you start thinking about, well, you know, okay, that's long enough. You guys should go home, <laughs> that kind of thing. I love them. I care about them. But there's just sometimes, I like to have some privacy and I have to have some time moments where I can truly enjoy myself in my house. Um, but I definitely love them. You know, I love my sister. I love their kids and I love my brother and they all come home during the holiday. Holiday is just very, very um warm and special to me and i i always look forward to christmas christmas is always my favorite holiday because everyone gathered together everywhere you go it's like very holiday it feels holiday and i like that feeling of having warm and and that family care for each other friends you know for some reason i always have that feeling of you know it's a holiday that's be extra kind to people and if you don't be kind throughout the whole entire 365 year. Maybe Christmas or holiday time will be the time of the year that you be kind to people. And so that's why I truly, really love holidays. Now that the second week of um, January, and I noticed that a lot of um, my social media posts has to do with fitness or losing weight or, you know, joining gym or, hey, are you, um, what is your goal this year? How much do you want to lose? So I think, you know, browsing through my social media, maybe just me, maybe it has to do with the people that I follow. I need to unfollow them, huh? That, that comes to think of it. But I think, you know, a lot of us think about, you know, our goals from the outside, but we don't look at goals that's that what we want for, for, for ourselves in, from the inside. So I actually started a 30-day mental fitness challenge on my Facebook and I sent it out, you know, New Year's Day and I wanted to invite everybody to come and do a mental fitness challenge for the following 30 days. And what it involves is uh, to help you to release those negative self-talk that we all experience. And I started by giving out examples of these um, negative self-talk. So what are some of the negative self-talk that you experience? So for me, it was, I'm not pretty enough. You know, I'm too short. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. That kind of self-talk that I constantly experience. Um, and even now, I'm still working on them from day to day. To day. But some of the other negative examples of negative self-talk, it would include maybe like, you're stupid. You'll never be successful. No one appreciate how hard you work. 
Sounds really familiar, right? Sometimes you hear hear that phrase, you know, from time to time when when you're working in a larger organization, and no one really truly understands you. No one really appreciates how hard you work. They're all about criticizing you. They're all about you know shaming you, but no one really truly appreciates how hard you work. So that's another example of negative self talk. Other examples like he doesn't care about you. You know, when it when it comes to relationships, sometimes you'll hear that a lot. Oh, he doesn't care about you, and you have that thinking of, well, he he doesn't care because he doesn't love me, and he doesn't love me because you know I'm this way. So that's a another example of negative self talk in a relationship. Other negative self talk would be uh, this one I heard actually just recently when I was working with a client, and he said that you know he the reason why he's not advancing in his career is because I'm not. Where I need to be for my age, and the the age factor came up because he's older and now he's thinking about you know changing to a new career, a new job, but he doesn't feel that he has what it takes to to get a new position or to ask for more or even to advance in his own organization. He feels that he's not where he should be for his age, so the age factor also came up. And by the way, I just celebrated my my birthday. It was my birthday on the fifth. So happy birthday to me! Yes, everybody sing happy birthday song to please. Um. Anyway, so I started this thirty day mental fitness challenge because I wanted to start giving you skills that you can use on a on a daily basis to help you navigate through your negative self talk. And and I got interviewed on a couple of podcasts um just this past a couple of months. And one of the common, very common question that people ask me when they when they do the interview with me is always, "How do you get over that self negative self talk?" And so I share a lot of really useful tip.、Um, for example, the other day I share the fact that you need to be able to catch it, right? Because many of us go through our daily activity and we don't even realize that we're criticizing someone or we're criticizing ourselves. So we go our Our negative self-talk really many times it goes unnoticed, and so the way that you strengthen your mental fitness is that you do something consistently for for a period of time. Just like your physical body, our mind, our brain is actually compressed of little tiny muscles, right? So if you think about training your muscle on your body, then why are you not thinking about training your mental health? Like, what's up with that? Right, that just doesn't make sense. So if you're thinking about training and getting fit and getting into, you know, in shape, then let's think about how to train your brain muscles so that you can overcome your those those、uh, negative self talk that you have that you carry. So number one step to to silence those negative self talk is you need to be able to catch it. If you can catch it, then you have a way of dealing with it. So the way that you catch it is, and I highly recommend this to everyone who is trying to take control back in your life, is to start keeping track of how many times and what are you saying to yourself throughout the day. Like every time you catch yourself talking something very negative, or even remotely has to do with negative connotation about yourself or others. Start keeping track of them. How many times do you do that a day? And you'll be surprised just by keeping track of the number of time that you you criticize or you give yourself some judgment. 
you'll be surprised how quickly you stop doing it. So that's my first tip in, in helping you to overcome that negative self-talk. And the number two tip is actually um, just to get real in, in, within your reality. And I, I, did, I had a um, live interview with, with another speaker uh, yesterday, which is posted on my Facebook. So in case you're not following me yet, make sure you follow me. I'm at Facebook, and you can search me by typing in Life Coaching by Elevate, and my, my uh, uh, Facebook page will come up, and you can go back and watch the replay. But basically, in that, in that um, episode, I, I talked about how to get real would change. And the speaker that I invited, he came on to the show and he shared his perspective in terms of what does it mean to get real with your reality? And what does real mean? And being real is really about separating yourself from that negative self-criticism. And a lot of time, you know, that self-criticism, it's not you. It's not real. It's an opinion about who you are and what you have and what you do, right? It's not about the facts. Um, For example, you want to be a writer, but you can't write because you don't have the pen. That's a fact. You, you don't have the proper pen and therefore you can't write. That's a fact. But by saying that I'm just a very lazy person, I can't get anything done. That's an opinion, right? I mean, how true is that when you say you can't get anything done? I'm sure you go through your life and you get something done. So how true is it when you said that I can't get anything done and I'm just lazy, right? So separate yourself from what is being real and what is really, really, really your reality. What is the reality of it? Are you just making an assumption? Are you just having some kind of opinion about yourself? Well, who is that person giving you the opinion? So that's another tip. Um, that I, I share, I've been posting it on the Facebook, so make sure you check it out. And number three tip is by to, to effectively taking control of your own inner critic is by naming your critics. And I, I did this exercise actually myself. Um, so I came up with I think you guys just heard my cat sneezing. I my apologies, but my cat loved to share the space with me every time I go on public. So I think you just heard my cat sneezing, and oh well. <laughs> um, so the third tip that I share is naming your critics, and I actually did this myself. Um, I remember, you know, separating and recognizing my own critic, and and I finally realized that this is something that is not real. That's not me. And so who, who is that? What is that? So I decided that I'm going to visualize it. I'm going to put it into like actually make it into something very physical that I can touch. I can squeeze it. I can throw it. So I end up going out to uh, Kmart and, and I bought one of those uh, cheap um, Barbie doll. So I came home with a Barbie doll because, you know, Barbie doll, I mean, it's perfect. Right, every little girl's dream is to be to have a Barbie doll, and when you look at the Barbie doll, it's a perfect shape, perfect body, you know, perfect. Maybe a little too skinny, but you know, who cares? It looks pre- pretty and beautiful, and that's who I wanted to be. But I am not, and my reality is that I am not. I am nothing close to a Barbie doll. Yet, who am I? You know, I'm more than just a Barbie doll. 
I am deeper, I am smart, I am, I have wisdom, I have knowledge, I have all of that that Bobby Dart doesn't doesn't have. So I realized that, you know, to, in order to separate out my inner critics, I have to give it a symbol. I have to just look at it. I have to understand that that is Barbie doll and I am me. So I separated out my negative uh, self-talk into a shape, into a form. And I actually gave it a name. So her name is Daisy. So for those of you who may have followed me already on Facebook or on my Instagram, um, you'll come across Daisy. You know, I, I post I think I post uh, Daisy like last year, early last year when I first started, you know, this journey as a, as a professional coach. And, and I remember posting it, sharing that, that image of Barbie. And it was then, you know, I finally realized that, oh my God, you know, all this year, it finally makes sense why I had to go through everything in order to believe in what I do today. So I actually have a Barbie doll that's sitting on my bookshelf. So sometimes occasionally if you see me online, you know, doing a live show, then you'll see the, the Barbie doll in the, in the back of my, uh, uh, sitting on my bookshelf. And that's the reason why I separated out. And now it's my negative self-talk that I can look at and I can curse it. I can throw it. I can squeeze it. I can do whatever I want with it. And yet I am in the driving seat. And that's something that I keep sharing with my clients and with people every time I speak. You have to start taking control and get back into your driving seat, right? How many of us have gone through our whole entire life allowing that negative self-talk to take over our driving seat? That, that negative self-talk is just taking us to everywhere. Now you have a chance and you have a skill that you can use and take control in terms of where you want to go, where you want to drive in your life. Now you have the power to be who you are and to be really using your full potential in everyday life. Now imagine how powerful is that? So that is this week's episode. And like I said, you know, I'm starting the 30-day mental challenge online on Facebook. And I actually started a group. So if you're interested in finding out more about the 30-day mental fitness challenge, make sure you go on to the Facebook. And by typing in power up self-talk, you'll be able to join a private group. And there's a lot of uh, interaction in that group. And I also share a couple of exercises and, and there's free downloads that you can use at home. And occasionally you'll see me jumping on live show and just to do a little episode and power up your self-talk. So that's it for this week. Hey, thanks for joining me this week. I'm perfectly normal. Make sure to visit my website at elevatelifecoaching.org. And if you found values in this show, I appreciate a rating on iTunes and Spotify. Or you can simply tell a friend about the show that will really help me too. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. And be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.